Okay, we're gonna try this out. Um, my name is Notorious Tron, or uh, Tron if you prefer. Uh, I'm gonna record this from my car, so if you hear my driving noises in the background, um, well, I would say I apologize, but um, I mean, it can't really be helped. So, um, so this is my first podcast that I've ever done. Um, but I got to make money for the SHL and media takes too long. So since I'm in the car every day for about half an hour, um, I think that a podcast makes a lot of sense as a way for me to kind of make some money. Um, so I, I jotted down a quick outline of, of what I want to talk about. Um, I'm going to start by kind of introducing myself in real life, who I am, uh, a little bit about my player, and then I want to talk about the SMJHL playoff picture because um, that's the league that I'm currently playing in. So that's kind of where my my finger is on the pulse of and uh, what I'm most interested in right now. So uh, that's what I'm going to focus on for this inaugural episode of uh, my podcast. The, I guess maybe the Troncast. Well, working title. Um, so who I am in real life. Um, I'm a dad of two. My oldest is 17 months old. And my youngest is one month old. So life around my household is a little crazy these days, which is why you hear me uh, doing a podcast instead of writing media, um, even though I need that money for equipment and training. So uh, I can't, <laughs> I just can't put aside the time right now to write media. Uh, although when we get to the, the double bonus media week, uh, you'll probably see an article from me. Um, I do a couple of jobs around the site. Um, I'm IHF co-commissioner. Uh, I also this past season was co-commissioner or uh, co-head of the WJC uh, British Isles team. Um, so those are a couple of things I've done. I was also an intern in the SMJHL front office last season. Um, that was a fun job, a little time consuming, especially with the Reddit draft, but we did get a nice bonus out of it. So that was nice. Um, and that was, you know, when I was in the hospital with my daughter being born was when the Reddit post went up. So, um, that was fun to kind of deal with like the downtime of being in the hospital while trying to approve all these new Reddit players. Uh, it was just a, that was a fun week. Um, anyway, so who my player is, uh, Reese Pritchard out of the UK. Um, I will tie in specifically why I picked the, uh, the UK and Wales specifically. Um, and I'll say as a backdrop to this, that I didn't realize that the UK, when I signed up for the site, I didn't realize that the UK and Ireland, uh, were so disproportionately chosen as a home country because that's not really reflective of real life in the NHL. Um, I thought it was kind of unique to pick um, the Great Britain, but it apparently is not. So some of my early media suggests like, oh, nobody comes out of um, Great Britain or Wales, but I guess 
Um, that's not quite true in the SHL, but whatever. I've rolled with it in my media, so it's part of my headcanon for uh, Reese Pritchard's background. Um, I chose Wales specifically uh, because my maternal grandmother was from there, and I actually proposed to my wife in Markham, Wales, which is where my grandparents were married uh, before my grandfather came back. He was in the war, uh, in World War II, and he brought my grandmother back uh, from Markham, Wales. So that's why I chose this little town uh, of, of Markham, Wales, which is um, somewhere between, uh, it's in Monmouthshire, outside of Cardiff and Newport. I don't know really which city's closer, uh, but I always say Cardiff in kind of my media writing uh, because that's the bigger city. Um, so anyway, that's who Reese is. Uh, I was drafted by the Anaheim Outlaws, 17th overall uh, in the juniors draft. So I think it was the Outlaws' first pick. They did not have a first round pick, so it was a second round, seventh overall. Um, they had scouted me uh, a lot, probably more than any other team uh, going into that draft. So it wasn't a surprise to go to Anaheim. Um, I was actually hoping to go to Anaheim, uh, and there was a couple other players I think they were considering. So I was very glad to be the one that they, they went with, um, since that was the team I had the most contact with prior to the juniors draft. Um, and I was happy to go 17th overall. I had no idea what the SHL was. So, um, I, I mean, 17th sounded pretty good to me. Um, as far as the SHL draft, I was drafted to Toronto fourth overall. Um, so that one, I had a lot more interest in my player. Uh, I'm one of the top TPE earners in my class. Um, so I think that drove a lot of the interest for my player in, Know, and the other stuff I've done around the site, kind of my activity level. Um, so I'm really happy to be in Toronto. I think that their future is very bright. Um, they've got a lot of young prospects uh, that'll be hitting the SHL kind of around the time that I'm going to hit the SHL or a couple of years prior. So we're, um, I mean, I think the, the future is very bright in uh, Toronto and I don't think I could be in uh, a better spot kind of for winning. So Anyway, um, that's who my player is. Um, I also wanted to talk a little bit about what I do uh, because I kind of think it'll be given away uh, in the next part of this uh, episode. Um, I am a data analyst by trade, so I love to pour over numbers. Uh, I have a background in statistics. Um, so I, if I had more time, I would be kind of pulling a lot more data from Simon from the game logs. I wrote a quick web scraper that can pull together some of the stuff, but it doesn't really get granular enough to meet my needs. Um, uh, anyway, long story short, I'm, I'm a data guy. So when I was kind of prepping for what I wanted to talk about in this episode, I of course went and pulled down, you know, all the current standings, goals for, goals against, um, all the TPE for the teams. So what I want to do is uh, talk a little bit about what the analysis is going to be. And then I'm going to go through team by team through the standings and talk about strengths and weaknesses and kind of what I think they're going to do in the playoffs. Um, and again, this is SMJHL, not SHL playoffs. So the juniors playoffs. Um, so I went through and recorded everybody's TPE as of today. So um, today is a Tuesday. So the updates have already taken place for this week. But for this coming week, um, this would have in included no claimed TPE for this upcoming update. 
Um, so I think there's one more before the playoffs start, one more update. Um, so this, the TPE numbers that I have are slightly off from what we're going to see at the very end of the season at the start of the playoffs, which I think are Monday. Um, so uh, I took all the TPE and I kind of just listed it in one long list um, by position, by team. Um, I didn't record any of the names, right? Because I was just going to summarize it. And then I went through by team and looked at centers, what their average TPE was on the roster, um, wingers, average TPE on the roster, uh, defensemen and goalies. And I know this isn't a perfect analysis because I didn't do any line comparisons or anything like that. I just wanted to say, you know, where is this team generally strong at uh, in comparison with the rest of the league? Uh, and then I took those TPE values and I subtracted off uh, what the average TPE is for each of those positions um, overall. Uh, and that gave me kind of like a, a negative to positive scale of where these teams are strong and where these teams are weak. Um, then I recorded the number of points just so I had uh, kind of something to look at in terms of who was competitive for a, um, a buy and who wasn't. Uh, the first two, six teams in the juniors playoffs, I believe, get a bye, and the last four have to do kind of a play, uh, play in games. Um, so, and then I went through and did all the goals for, goals against, averages, and um, uh, power play and penalty kill percentages. And yeah, so I just wanted to kind of go through each team, team by team, where they're strong, where they're weak. And um, in terms of TPE, where they're strong, where they're weak in terms of how the season actually played out, which was uh, goals for, goals against, uh, power play, and penalty kill. And then, um, yeah, and then that, that, and that's it. So let's kind of go through what the SMJHL playoff picture looks like. So first of all, um, there is six points separating Colorado at number one and Vancouver and Kelowna, who are tied for sixth. So this race is extremely tight, and uh, there's two games left for most of the league. A couple of teams have um, three games left, including Detroit, who I think has 55 points. So they could, if Colorado loses their last two games, Detroit wins all three of their last three games, they could jump into first place. Um, so it's, it's feasible for, uh, I think, as low as Detroit to finish first. Um, I don't think the two teams at 54, which uh, I previously read, uh, Kelowna and Vancouver, I don't think they can make it. But, um, <clears throat> I mean, that's a pretty tight race for that many teams to be in competition with two games left for first place overall. Um, and then I think there's three teams eliminated from a bye. They can't really get there. Um, so that would be, shoot, did I not read it? I did not write it down. Uh, Newfoundland. Halifax and Anchorage, uh, which is crazy because Anchorage was in the in the finals last year, and uh, I'll talk to, I'll talk about them here a little later on. Um, so there's seven teams that are in play for the six buy spots. Um, Colorado has 60 points; they're the number one overall team as of recording. Uh, as far as TPE distribution, they're strong at center and defense. Um, as far as kind of where, how their season went, it seems like they're bad at scoring. They were last in the league, uh, I believe, in goals four. And they are 
good at scoring prevention. So just like uh, I said, they're strong at defense on paper uh, with TPE. That played out in the stats. Uh, they were pretty good at scoring prevention. They were bad on the power play, but good on the penalty kill. So I have here as my note that I don't know how they've been so good on defense looking at their TPE distribution. Um, it was just slightly above average. Uh, it's the strongest part of their team, but as far as looking across the league, it's really just slightly above average and their goaltending is a little weak. So uh, looking at their TB, TPE distribution, I don't know how they've been so good defensively uh, and they've got to find scoring if they're gonna win. So those are my notes for Colorado. I don't really consider them a factor despite being the top team. I mean, obviously anything can happen in um, short sample size but I, I don't think I would peg them as my favorites to win uh, juniors playoffs. So next we'll go to Anaheim. So I'm going to try not to be biased here because this is my team. Um, so they are strongest at center in defense, according to TPE distribution. So Reese is a winger. So already I'm not, uh, <laughs> I'm not factoring in here to the analysis. Um, they're better than Colorado in goal. So my note was that they were very similar to Colorado kind of um, at center and defense are their strengths. Um, they're slightly better on defense uh, by having some vets that stuck around an extra season. Uh, Erson Zimmerman was one of them. Uh, and they're better in net. So Strom Chamberlain is a better goaltender than, um, than what uh, Colorado puts out there. In my opinion, and uh, you know, in the in the TPE calculation, so we are bad at scoring in Anaheim. Um, I mean, not as bad as Colorado, but we're uh, 3.11, I think, goals per game, uh, which was towards the bottom of the league. So not great for a team that you know expects to be in contention, um, who has playoff ambitions. Um, they've got got to get better at scoring. Um, Average at scoring prevention, great on the power play. So we lead the league at 27% on the power play, and it's it's not even close. I think the next is 24%. So I'm pretty new to the to the SHL in general and the Simon T Hockey Simulator. So I don't really know. Um, well, I will say it's unlikely that the you see the same effect that you have in the NHL, where those uh, special teams don't really play as much of a factor in the playoffs because. Uh, the refs stop calling stuff uh, and let the play be decided on the ice. I don't imagine Simon T has that feature. So I would think that the power play, if, they, if Anaheim can keep that up, that could be a differentiator because it's just so much better um, than the rest of the league. Um, now, as far as the final note on Anaheim, I think the great defense will only get you so far if you don't have scoring. Uh, they need to put the puck in the net better than they did in the regular season. So this was almost the same note that I had for Colorado. Uh, it's hard to consider Anaheim a favorite if they're not going to score um, at a better rate than they do. And they're very dependent on their power play. Um, you know, that, and like I said, I don't know if that's going to factor in or not, um, but that could be the, di the differentiator that keeps them in games. Um, so Carolina. So Carolina on paper, when you when you look at them, they're, they've got a lot of guys with high TPE, uh, but they're really relegated to the forwards. Uh, they don't have a great defense, and their um, their goalie's just okay. 
their goalie situation is just okay. Um, again, I'm, I'm looking at TPE for all goalies on the roster, so it's not just their starter. Um, I know that's not the best way to look at it, uh, but that's what I did. So I see that they're above average at scoring, and um, they're above average on the penalty kill. However, uh, their defense and goalie will have to get hot if they're going to make noise in the playoffs, but they do have the offense to kind of rattle some cages and uh, turn some heads in the playoffs. So I would think that they're a strong team to contend with just from an off offensive perspective. They're just um, a little one-dimensional, but, uh, you know, offense plays. So um, St. Louis, now this one I think is an interesting team um, in that they're not interesting. So... They're good at winger and goalie is what I have down, but they were, weren't were really bad at defense and center. They're just kind of there. Um, they're above average at scoring and slightly above average at goal prevention. So nothing really stood out uh, except their scoring. Um, they're a really well-rounded team. I think that they could be a sneaky favorite because they aren't really bad at anything. They don't have any glaring weaknesses. Um, so I would look out for St. Louis going into the playoffs. Uh, especially if they get a high seed and a decent matchup in the first round, they can make some noise. Um, so that brings us to Detroit, <laughs> which is an interesting team, probably the most interesting team as far as uh, what the metrics say. So they're below average everywhere on their roster. And we know this because if, if anybody's familiar with Detroit's roster, they've got a ton of rookies. Uh, and then their veterans are like Cal, who is from my class, so uh, a sophomore. Uh, Cal Labovich, and the, I just, I don't know where their strengths are, but you can't argue with the results. Simon T seems to love them. So they're scoring at the league leading level, uh, despite having below average forwards for the league. They're allowing goals uh, at league leading levels too, though. So terrible defense, great offense. So they're in a ton of high scoring games in the regular season. I don't, it'll remain to be seen how that plays out in the playoffs. Um, they're bad on the penalty kill uh, and kind of average everywhere else in terms of metrics. So I, I don't know. I have the note down as bad on paper. Simon loves them. They're an overachiever. I think it would be silly to pick them to go far in the playoffs. Uh, but Simon T Hockey Simulator is just so weird that they could do it. <laughs> so um, I will say their rookies are all earning TPE at great rates. So they're doing a great job developing these guys and keeping them, them engaged. And uh, Detroit's going to be great, you know, next year and beyond. I just don't know how they're doing it this season, how they've been this good. Um, so anyway, there's Detroit. And they have 55 points. So, like I said, five points behind first place. Uh, Kelowna. Kelowna is another team that's like the anti-Detroit. Like, they are good everywhere on paper. Uh, all their TPE position positionally is better than league average. Um, they score a lot of goals. Uh, and they don't allow a lot of goals. Um, both their special teams units are a little subpar, so maybe that's where they've kind of fallen short in the regular season and uh, why they aren't higher up the list. Um, but look out for this team. I, I think that they are very good on paper. Kelowna should be a favorite, and I think everybody should be, have them circled as a team that could go the distance, you know, despite what the metrics uh, are, at, despite where they finished in the regular season. Um, Vancouver is next. They are good at defense and goalie. 
They have the league worst scoring, so they are not putting the puck in the net. Um, they are third in the league, at, or sorry, second in the league at goal prevention. So they are very good at stopping the puck from be- going into the net. Um, they're bad on the penalty kill. Um, they, but they could make noise in the playoffs and uh, if they keep games tight. So if uh, I'm sorry, I said bad on the penalty kill. They're actually great on the penalty kill. I read my note wrong. Um, and that's, you know, makes sense with a very good defense and goalie when that's their strengths. Uh, it makes sense for them to be good on the penalty kill. So they, they could make noise in the playoffs if they keep games close. Um, they're going to have trouble finding scoring, though. Um, so it's, it's hard to consider them uh, a serious contender without that facet of the game, um, you know, as I've said with some of the other teams at the top. Um, Newfoundland, I have them down as being good on defense. They score at above average rates, which is weird. And I didn't really go through their uh, defensemen. Maybe they're, it's a lot of offensive defensemen. Uh, I don't really know. I had them as below average at forward. So I don't really know where the scoring coming from. Um, but And they are below average at goal prevention. Um, they're slightly above average on the power play. And they're just kind of here. And they don't really stand out anywhere. Which um, I guess... You could say the same thing about St. Louis, except uh, I just don't think that Newfoundland has the TPE um, among their players to back it up. They're kind of like Detroit. They're just not that great on paper. Um, Anchorage, I have them as good at center defense and goalie. So they're kind of like Kelowna. I don't know why they're here at the bottom of the of the standings. You know, when they um, they look so good on paper in terms of TPE. And last season, they were in the finals. So this team was kind of a surprise to see where they've, uh, where they've ended up. Um, so they are below average at goals four, so at scoring. They're bad at uh, goal prevention. They're above average on the power play. And uh, looking through TPE... <laughs> I don't know why they're not good. I think that they could surprise some people in the playoffs. People might be counting them out because they're going to be in the play-in rounds. Um, and uh, they could be a matchup nightmare for whoever you know, has to face them in the second round. Um, you know, Especially if they get uh, a team that can't really score and then that negates their, their, uh, their weakness at goal prevention. So, I don't know. I think their fortune is going to turn around in Simon. And um, you know, they, could, they could make some noise. Halifax. Um, Halifax is our last team. They're the bottom of the standings. Um, they were below average at every position. Uh, they're not great at scoring. They're bad at goal prevention, and they are terrible on the power play. They are at 17.7%, which is by far the worst uh, power play percentage in the league. Um, they are my long shot for the playoffs. I would be shocked if they made it out of the first round, much less... Um, you know, making any noise in the playoffs. So kind of uh, if I, I want to put a bow on this and give you my pick um, for the playoffs, I'm going to say Carolina. As much as I want to pick Anaheim, um, that would be a biased pick. Uh, Simon doesn't seem to really like Anaheim's forwards, uh, especially Reese. Um, I didn't touch on this when I was talking about my player but I'm having a terrible sophomore season after winning Rookie of the Year. 
um, I think 20, 22 points or 25 points uh, through the 48 games, which last season I had um, 32 points through 50 and expected kind of to step forward in my second season. Now, um, they took me off the power play just because we have so many good young offensive forwards and my players pass first anyway and a good two-way player, so like good on defense. So I've, I've been playing a, a lot of heavy penalty kill minutes, but not on the power play like I did in my rookie season. So I think that my points have taken a dip mostly because of that, but I don't think that explains everything. Um, I just don't know why Reese has hit some bad luck with uh, the simulation. Um, hopefully the switch to FHM will, will help my player selfishly uh, kind of rebound and, and look better on paper. Um, but anyway, Carolina is my pick. So I'm going to go back and, and talk about why I like them. Um, they're above average uh, on forwards. They score a lot. Uh, while being below average on defense, they were um, league average in uh, goals allowed. So they, they get by with what they have, um, but they can score too. So I think that they're going to need some good play out of the goaltender, but I think it's there. Uh, I think Carolina is the favorite on uh, on paper to make some noise in the in the playoffs. So anyway, I know that I say um a lot, so that's going to be something that I work on if I do these podcasts regularly. I'm almost home now, so I'm going to wrap it up, but I did get through my whole agenda here. So thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, I hope this grades well, and uh, we'll see you next time.